1: Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads.
0: Welcome back to my careers podcast. In this next series of seven episodes, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to create a job search series within the Jane Jackson careers podcast. I've had so many listeners ask me about specifics regarding the job search or career transition process that I'm now going to make it really easy for you. So from episode 65 through to 72, I'm going to discuss each of the essential steps to take control of your career or your job hunt. Each episode will cover one step of the process and I'll release two steps a week for the next three and a half weeks. Now, I was recently honoured to be interviewed by podcaster and branding specialist Ryan Roten on his Brand New You podcast, and we talked about my book, Navigating Career Crossroads, in great detail. So the next episodes feature our conversation about each step for your benefit. In this episode, let's talk about resumes, your verbal pitch, and how to use LinkedIn most effectively during your job search. Let's go
1: the next step of the careers methodology, which is resumes and marketing communications. So I kind of had an assumption as I started to read it, that it was going to be about resumes and there is information about resumes in it, but you also spend time talking about the elements of a 90 second pitch. So can you first explain what is a 90 second pitch? And then let's talk a little bit about how you, how you build one up.
0: Okay. Well, first of all, one of the first questions people ask in interviews most commonly is, okay, before we begin the interview, give us a little bit of an overview about yourself. So you need <laughs>
1: <laughs> the tell me about yourself question. I
0: know. And you know what? That's what many of my clients find the hardest. Oh, Jane, I don't like talking about myself. And um, of course, most of us don't like talking about ourselves and we need to learn how to do it. If you talk too much about yourself initially, you might actually get off track. But if you think, OK, I'm going to keep it to around about a minute or so, then you know you're going to be succinct and concise. And if you prepare well before you go in for any meeting, whether it's networking or interviewing, then you're going to be able to provide the most relevant information to your listener and the the information needs to be relevant to their needs.
1: And, And so what are the components of the 90 second pitch? What should you talk about in 60 to 90 seconds?
0: First of all, if someone says so, tell me a little bit about yourself. What I would suggest is you talk a little bit about the past, where you've come from you know, for example, you know, I'm a sales manager with X number of years experience and I'm skilled in these particular areas, but keeping it very brief, then it's good to talk about the current situation. So if you're going through a transition, say if you're going through a redundancy, some people don't like to talk about the redundancy, but I would suggest Bring it up yourself because it means you're okay with it. So you could say, you know, you, you may be aware that there have been multiple changes and reorganization at XYZ company and quite a number of people have been affected and my role also was one of the ones affected and so then you're going to let them know that okay there have been changes but it's not because of my performance it's a maybe a global reorganization or within the department they've been you know cutting 50% of the staff members so it's actually okay and you're okay with it and then once you've done that it would be good to talk about what you're hoping for going forward so moving on from this This is what I'm hoping for. And if it's in an an interview situation, you can say, and I'm really looking forward to finding out more about this role. So you've thrown the conversation ball back at them.
1: What do you believe, in your opinion, with all your experience, what is the most important thing to make sure that is included in that resume?
0: with a resume, what I like to have right at the beginning is an overview. So I I like to call it either a career summary or a professional profile in your resume. And it can be just maybe two maximum three short paragraphs that project you into the desired role. So if you're looking for an operations role at a management level, it would be good to, to start that profile with operations manager with extensive experience in and then a specific industry or a particular area that you want to focus on. So the the profile or the career summary right at the top is most important. Then when you analyse a job description, if you've got the job description, you'll see that there's key selection criteria that needs to be addressed. And there are certain technical skills or certain personal traits that are essential for a role. Those are the things that you need to include in your resume as well. They're the keywords. You must include them because that's what makes you relevant.
1: I had a Twitter discussion just this week with a college student who is currently looking to move into the workforce. And he was asked for his social media profiles. And what I'm what I'm wondering is, is I I know you have to come across these folks as well. And these are the anti social media people, right? So they're the people who say, I don't need any social media. I'm just going to remain private. I don't want any of my stuff out there. How do you how do you coach those clients of yours who are looking for a job in today's environment and they just don't want to embrace social media?
0: It's such a shame when they don't because what, what they're demonstrating is that they're. A little bit lack of awareness as to the trends now when it comes to recruitment, because studies have shown, in fact, it was last year, it's a job fight survey. 93% of recruiters now source for candidates on LinkedIn as a first measure. And when employers are actually thinking about screening additional candidates, they will look on social media to see if they can find a profile. And if there is a professional profile that actually reinforces all the positives, then that's a really good thing. I think people are afraid of social media because they think it's just social. You know, if you're on Facebook and you're eating a hamburger and you take pictures, it's, it's not really very interesting, but you can use Facebook, you can use Twitter or Instagram to really build your brand. And also it makes you more Googleable. And so if if people are able to find you and they find positive things, that's really good. But what what I have to really encourage people to do, even the, the really negative, you know, the, the ones who don't want to use social media at all, I say, I say, if you don't use any social media at all, please use LinkedIn. Because LinkedIn, it's the most important site to be found when it comes to your careers.
1: So you, so we definitely need to be on LinkedIn and we also need to be Googleable. That's my word (laughs) of the day now. I'm going to, I'm going to borrow that word. (laughs) Googleable. It just
0: slips off the tongue so nicely. If you found this episode useful, you'll like my 7 Steps online careers program that guides you through each step in complete detail so you can confidently take action to secure your dream role. Go to janejacksoncoach.com forward slash 7 Steps. That's the number 7. And get started today. janejacksoncoach.com forward slash 7 Steps.
1: You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com.
0: If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at